Hey, what's up, guys? We're here. Episode six, Coffee at SCG. We're excited to be here. What's everybody drinking? Right to it. I just went right to it. Like th- yeah. today was my day to do the intro, and I feel like I always fumble. So I just had to just get right to it. I'm like, am I doing this right? Probably not, but that's for your enjoyment. Well, Thank you, listeners. Enjoyment. Well, I got to enjoy I, the short and sweet because last week I wasn't super sweet. Today it's sweet. Well, I got a, right. a hot cup of black coffee, and this is a great brand counterculture i believe it's called big trouble yeah and you're gonna be in big trouble okay <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> what are you drinking what are you drinking well i was Lisa? also drinking that same coffee but i have a pumpkin um almond creamer and it's delish almond not oat yeah it's really sad but they don't have oat the the kind that i like is mm. just doesn't come in oat so i had to settle for almond but it's nice. fine it's still gotcha. good Yum. And I made a little cold foam for the kids, so I put a tiny bit on top of mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Well, we have, is it Stumptown? Yep. Stumptown coffee. And so do, do y'all want like a full rundown of what I oh. put in my coffee? Yes. It's, yes. It's, it's yes. next level. I can't right. wait. It's my morning coffee. Okay. I put a scoop of collagen mm. in my coffee. Beefy. <laughs> <laughs> you should see BJ's face. <laughs> collagen isn't that in beef? That's like, what is, isn't collagen what people put like in their face? Like it's a uh, filler? Yeah. Like it's plastic filler. surgery filler? Yeah. I go to the local plastic surgeon. But that yes, is collagen, them. right? And we, she harvests and the we collagen. tap on the door. Go, Excuse me, do you have any spare collagen? And then I take the syringe and. Like, pour, no, it's pour a powder. It, it dissolves. Okay, okay. It has I need ten grams going. of protein in it, mm. so that's helping me meet my thirty grams of protein for my breakfast. Wow. BJ's looking it up. He can't even. Cannot even. <laughs> no, I believe that's um, in your coffee. I just also want to know if it's also used in plastic collagen's surgery. Collagen's so good for you. Okay. okay. And then recently, I made. A- <laughs> this is so funny that he's looking it up, and it's on our screen. Um. We tried a new farmer's market. They are, it's not really a market. No, it doesn't matter. But they had a milk from their cows that I saw while I was there, which was awesome. But they do caramel coffee milk. What? Yes. Oh, it's so good. So I blended it with some, um, what is that called? Heavy cream that I also got from there. Because half and half is just milk and heavy cream. That's all it is. Yeah. So I have made my own half and half that is caramel coffee and I put that in my coffee and it's delicious. Do they feed the cows like caramel and coffee? Is that how it works? That's what my sister told me when I was a kid and I got made fun of. <laughs> okay, well, so, so that's not it. Sorry, um, we're giving you a hard time today. No, it's sugar for sure. Oh, it's delicious. Yes. And I know I'm trying to avoid that, but it cannot be that much. I'm like put like a teaspoon. So. Yeah. But it's enough to make me happy in the morning. Delicious. What about you? Is yours that extravagant? It's just a cup of coffee. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) No collagen. Yes, he does. I do do that. He does the collagen. It's just powder, you know. And it doesn't change. But it's Stumptown Coffee as well. And BJ just did a full research on it. So do you want want to tell us about it? Hair and your skin. Well, here's the thing about collagen. It's the main structural protein (laughs) 
in the extracellular matrix yep. found in the body's various connective tissues. So yep. I guess what that means is it's the stuff that makes some things in you stick together. Yeah. And then adding mm. more collagen is just making those things stronger and better. Nice. And like I said, it's the protein for me. I wonder what I'm thinking of, though. What is the thing in lip filler and... Botox? And, uh, no. You're thinking of... Um, oh, man. I don't remember. Okay, but... <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I do know what you mean. Like collagen, because they'll like say, oh, you're having a collagen like face mask or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't it's know. good. Well, um, this might be off topic a little bit, but when you said it makes you happy in the morning, I just thought... Um, we just had this conversation before we recorded this of like, I normally just wake up happy. I do too. Yeah. I, like, do too. I don't wake up grouchy, not saying the boys do, but I like mean, they kind of do. I'm I, don't not call- I mean, I don't know how Will wakes up. Do. He you said he literally oh woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. He said gosh. that he literally said that this morning. And then we were just saying like, Oh, well we don't normally wake up in a bad mood. I never do. No. I, I'm serious. <laughs> I never How about do. you, BB? Oh, never. No. No. Never? No? Got the joy of the Lord. Okay. All right. Yeah. So just will. In action. <laughs> no. Just admit to it, Will. Yeah, admit it. <laughs> on, Please. On, on, on air. air. On national air. And so he gets the no, collagen. The Bible says to admit your sins to one another. And you can be healed. <laughs> we want to heal you. <laughs> I guess I do sometimes, but I, I mean. Did you today? I know everybody does sometimes. Yeah. I, we're, we're giving you a hard time. I'm just saying, like, I'm not only a morning person, but once I, the er, y'all are not believe me. The earlier I get up, the happier I am because I'm like, I'm starting my day off awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that. I feel that way too. But like two o'clock a.m. is early. You wouldn't be happy. No. 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 If I was up at 2 a.m., that would mean either one of two things. But if I was up to like catch a flight. Dang. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, I'm happy. happy. Okay. If I was up to, you know, do something productive or cool. Yeah, sure. Or so just waking up to your family's not cool enough. Wow. Oh, I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking. That was really, I should not have said that. Of course you're happy. Wow. (laughs) No, at 2 a.m. We're normally not catching a flight. We're waking up to a crying toddler. And and I'm I'm not happy about that. (laughs) It depends, you know, but yeah. Wow. You got a good point. We got pretty point. deep just now. I'm sorry. I was trying to keep the light. <laughs> you made a good point. That's going to be we right. wanna, No, but we want to know who wakes up. Yeah. Comment when, when we put this on Instagram. Yeah. Right. Comment. Let us know if you wake up in a bad mood. Under our new segment, yeah. Lisa and the lighter side of life. I'm sorry. I, get, <laughs> I actually feel like I need to. I'm sorry, Will. No, um, I, I'm no, giving it's you a fine. hard time. It's really fine. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking how BJ no, like walks fine. down the stairs sometimes in the morning and he just kind of like makes noises, but he never <laughs> says words. Wait, what, kind of, what kind of noise? <laughs> like Walking old man steps, sounds. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Not quite. That's what I do when I walk down the stairs in the morning. I don't know. I just think you're wow. not super morning person, but you... Wow. You just you're not talkative in the morning. I feel like when I wake up, I just am ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not one of those people that's like, don't talk to me before my coffee. Yeah, same. Like I actually think maybe that's in your head a little bit. I actually yeah. don't drink coffee in them. I drink um, water. Oh, 
That's yeah. fancy. I definitely I drink, drink coffee <clears throat> right off the bat. I drink. I have started warm drinking more water. water actually, that's first. good. Like like um, room temperature water, lemon, lemon, mm-hmm. and some salt. Oh, and man, it just jolts me up in the morning. <laughs> I think we got a case of the Sulies this morning. <laughs> yeah. We do have something to talk about. Yeah, we, we do. do. And it's our first week of Hot Topics. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fireball sound effect. <laughs> After Lisa ripped off the fine 90s commercial. Um, you might you might know that one, but uh, we got Hot uh, Pocket. Wow, I don't we're going to get sued. Yeah, I don't think oh, you can say it. God. <laughs> oh, no. Honestly, I've, I don't yeah. think you can say it while you sing. I think you have to sing right. um, the parody version, which is Hot Pocket. No, Hot Topics. <laughs> <laughs> hot Topics. Wait, tell Cat to cut that out. Cat, can you? Okay, yeah, she's already. She on. said, yeah, she's on it. Okay, awesome. Well, today's Hot Topic is one that comes up quite a bit. It's one that comes up quite a bit. Um, (laughs) I've been caught after service before with people asking me this question on multiple occasions. Um, People used to, uh, they they ask us all the time. It is a hot topic at all times. And that is this question, can a Christian lose their salvation? Mm. That's a question. Mm. That's a question. A lot of people, um, a lot of people base their answer on something I think is interesting. They base their answer on what they perceive about sin and how they view sin. And what I think is really funny about that, meaning, well, let me, yeah, let me explain what I mean first. What I mean is, what I mean is I was preaching a few months back, maybe it was a couple years, and I was talking about um, what I think I consider a very basic theological truth for almost every section of Christianity, and that is that Jesus came to earth, lived for us, took our punishment that we deserved for our sin upon his own life, his own body, carried it to the grave, left it there, and now we are forgiven of our sin. And the Bible says when you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that he is Savior, that he is Lord, then you're saved. And people come up to me a lot and say, well, what about... And then you fill in the blank. A Christian who sins. Well, I, I could answer that one easy. I don't know any Christians that don't sin. <laughs> there was one person, one time that did that. Yeah. And he took a punishment he didn't deserve. Uh, so what I mean by is people seem to base their personal answers on what they perceive on sin. Is is they're basing their idea of can you lose your salvation? Well, that depends on how bad the sin is or that depends on on what you've done or have you has a person repented of sin but if our salvation isn't based on us being perfect my question is always how could hypothetically losing your salvation be based on you not being perfect well and you said this to me years ago and i haven't forgot it but you said well which one is it right which sin is it yeah that makes you lose that salvation yeah. which one is it and i it's mean a good question you know i i don't know if we're answering the question yet but I said in like our little pre-show talk, <laughs> I do go back and forth on I well I don't go back and forth on how I actually believe that when you have an encounter with Jesus and you are saved and and you know the Bible gives us 
one qualification, right? Believing in Jesus, confessing our sin, like that's the qualification for being saved. So if that's what you've done, personally, I don't think you can lose that. So I think what people maybe look at is people who are living a lifestyle of sin, Mm -hmm. which, yeah, I do struggle with that. And I would, because what Lisa says a lot is look at the fruit in -hmm. people's lives. And so my personal hot, hot take on this hot topic would be, um, how do you, you know, I mean, if you're, if you love Jesus enough to be saved, why would you live in a lifestyle of, of, you know, that, that walks, walks away from him or, or goes against his word because you have to love his word to love him. Well, I guess you don't have to. But then, of course, I said in the pre-show as well, like, some people are horrible to their spouse and, you know, they love them, Mm. you know? I mean, not that it's okay. It's not okay (laughs) to be terrible to your spouse, but some people are in marriages and they're just awful to one another. Mm. And that, you can look at it that way with living, I guess, quote unquote, living a lifestyle of sin. Yeah, there's... You know, uh, an old covenant and a new covenant. Mm-hmm. And the old one was based on people having to, through their actions and through a series of very detailed sacrifices, receive forgiveness of their sins. So actions done the right way, making these sacrifices, for they were able to receive forgiveness for sins. Um, one of the things I love to go back to talking about, first of all, salvation, forgiveness of sin, is this idea <clears throat> that um, not the idea, but this 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 instruction that the Old Testament um, believers had to go through, where they would take a lamb, and then the high priest would examine the lamb they brought, and if he was spotless, if he was flawless, then they would take the the the, the head of the household's hand, place it on the spotless lamb, and the idea was that the sins of that family would then transfer into the lamb. The priest would sacrifice the lamb, and that lamb would be taking the punishment for the family's sins, and they receive forgiveness. How does that work in today's in today's covenant, the new covenant? John the Baptist, when he saw Jesus coming in the distance, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Mm-hmm. That's why we call him the Lamb of God. So he good. was the spotless lamb. And just like those Old Testament uh, believers, Old Testament Hebrew head of the household would put their hand on that lamb and it was as if their sins were transferring. Our sins were transferred into the body of the Lamb of God. And the priest never examined the family. He examined the lamb. If the lamb was spotless, then he was worthy to be slain. If the lamb was spotless, then he was able to be slaughtered and the family received forgiveness. So the Lord examines the lamb, Jesus. If he's still worthy, we have access to the Father. So back to what Brittany was saying. Which sin is it that would cause you to lose it? Yeah. Uh, what it, what she also what she was touching on is, um, man, if you're a if if you are a so-called believer, you know, if if you say I'm a believer, yet you just are living a lifestyle of rampant sin. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Brittany, but it sounds like what you were saying is maybe the question isn't has the person lost their salvation. The question is were they ever saved? Right. The question is did they ever know Jesus? And obviously yeah. we we can't judge a person's heart. No. And and salvation we read in Romans is. Confess it with your mouth and believe it in your heart. Yeah. People can confess something right. without yeah. believing it. Yeah, it's true. So 
it, it's 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 a case of maybe asking the wrong question in yeah. some cases. Man, I'm seeing this person, and I, I I see this visible sin. Like Lisa says, what's the fruit? I'm seeing the fruit of a lifestyle of sin. Mm-hmm. And man, don't get don't get any of us wrong. We are against sin. It yeah. is bad. Oh yeah. It leads to death. Yeah. Uh, it leads to death. And worldly consequences. Worldly consequences. Mm-hmm. Some people say God still punishes you for your sin. I would no. argue that sin punishes you for yeah. your sin. Yeah. I would argue that the punishment comes from the actual sin. Mm-hmm. If you're out there living promiscuously, point. Uh, promiscuously, you're going to have a big chance of getting um, a disease that's yeah. transmitted that way. That's not God punishing you. That is your that's sin. <laughs> that's your sin punishing yeah. you. Uh, yeah. That that particular uh, we're not going to shy away from subjects here. Sex is something that's beautiful and it's meant for married couples. Mm-hmm. If you're out there doing that outside of your marriage and 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 going from person to person, it's not God that's going to give you a nasty disease. It's the sin that's yeah. going to give you a nasty disease. Stop blaming God. Uh, that's probably a different hot topic, a different um, episode. <laughs> Stop blaming God. Stop yeah. blaming God, right? Mm-hmm. But this one, um, this one is back to to our question: Can you lose yourself? Can a Christian lose their salvation? Um, I, I, like Brittany said, in some cases, we might be asking the wrong question. The question should be maybe, were they ever saved? Um, but if we're talking about a Christian who then makes mistakes, sins, yeah, that's what, what, which one is it? If we're not measuring sins, how can we say that there is one great, large, big sin that then causes the Lord to remove his spirit from you and then separate you from his love, separate you from salvation. We have this great verse, Ephesians 4, verse 30, says, do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. The King James Version, we can read real quick, just this one, this will be familiar to you, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Sealed, that the Lord has sealed us with the Holy Spirit for the day of revenge. Which one of us thinks that mm-hmm. there is a sin large enough to break yeah. a seal mm-hmm. that God himself shut? Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I hope I'm not, since we're all so close here, I feel like I can say this, but I mean, it's kind of a part of your testimony, Lisa and mm-hmm. Will's testimony that there was a time that you might not have like, you know, considered, I mean, maybe not a lifestyle of sin, but, you know, living a certain way that wouldn't be how you would normally live. And I mean, Will and I were, you know, together and a lot of that and a part in some of it. And I never once thought he's not saved. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, I definitely I knew I mean, I was saved, but I think the the thing that changed was like my heart was hardened. Mm. And I think that's that's the thing that people might feel like, Oh, I've lost my salvation. It's like, actually your heart is so hard, hard towards the things of God that you can't even receive the benefits of Mm. salvation. Mm. Like you're holding yourself back. God's not withholding anything. He said, he'll never leave you or forsake you. And so for me, when I was choosing a lifestyle of sin and just completely trying to run away from the Lord, he just kept pursuing me saying, I'm never going to leave you. I'll, even if you make your bed in hell, I'll still be with you. And I think it's, the Bible says it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. And so for, for, you know, for me in my life, when I was out just doing whatever I wanted to do, trying to run away from the Lord, he kept pursuing me. 
And it was literally him saying, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. That's it was the revelation of God's love and his kindness that brought me back into, um, you know, me personally, not him drawing near to me, but it, it brought, it drew me to him. And, um, and so I think that to me that, like as we're sitting here talking, I'm just thinking like people are missing out on the benefits of salvation. Yeah, that's really good. Not, it's not God's taking it from them um, or they're losing it, but they're missing out on the yeah. best part of the whole deal. Like the best part of salvation is the abundant life. Yeah. The, that's, I mean, he said, I came to give you life in abundance. Yeah. And like, that is the part that I feel like, um, living in habitual sin, you're just not yeah. experiencing the favor and it's of God. not a good feeling. <laughs> no, it's not. And you know, I think that's where the enemy comes in and, and tries to twist it and put the condemnation. Right. Yeah. I want to, cause you just said what I was thinking. What, what Lisa was saying was like, you know, she knew she was saved, but, uh, her heart became hard. I mean, for me, it was like guilt, right? Guilt was, was what was taking me over and I couldn't really um, see past that. Even I didn't feel like I had scared the Lord off or anything. Like I knew that, you know, he was, he was always going to be there. I didn't realize at the time, like he was with me through all of that, but I did. It was the guilt that took me over. But what Lisa just said was about the enemy just kind of coming in and twisting it. Let's go to um, Genesis two verse 16. And it says, but the Lord God warned Adam, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Then we jump over to Genesis three. And then it says, the enemy was the shrewdest of all the wild animals. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? And she says, of course, we may eat the fruit of the trees in the garden. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said you must not eat it or even touch it, or you, if you do, you will die. I don't know about anybody else, but God never said you can't touch it. He right. never said that. Mm-hmm. So it's like as soon as the enemy comes in, mm-hmm. it everything starts getting twisted. Everything starts getting <laughs> yeah. mixed up. Like the it, just the enemy being there and like having a way, having a door open into Eve's life or Eve's mind, she was already getting things mixed up and getting it twisted. And it's like that that is what happens most of the time when you when when a sin happens, and especially these people that say, Oh man, I've just backslidden. I've mm-hmm. I hate that term. I really do. <laughs> I really do. It drives me crazy because, you know, all you're saying is like you feel guilty, which it's 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 okay to feel guilty. It's okay to notice what you did was wrong, but look like you cannot go away from God. Like he he will always be right there with <laughs> you. And most of the time all that happened was you let the enemy in. He started twisting things up and and you went along with it, you know. And I think the enemy starts to tell you, "Well, I guess this is okay." so-and-so does it, mm-hmm. you know, and you stay in it for maybe longer, long, longer. Know what that? <laughs> I've got long, longer than long, long, longer. I've got longhorn on my mind. Um, wow. <laughs> I love that place. Um, 
longer than you had, you know, intended to be there because I believe in most situations, the enemy starts to tell you, are you sure the Bible calls that sin? Mm -hmm. So-and-so does it, you know, you've seen it online, like, or honestly, I mean, we're seeing a lot of things come out online of pastors doing things. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes the enemy's like, well, they do it, you know, and keeps you in it for longer than you plan to stay. Yeah. And I mean, it literally says also Genesis three, verse four, the enemy came back and said, oh, you won't die. Like, (laughs) right. No, that's not what he he said. Mm -hmm. The only reason he said that was because he knows your eyes will be opened. And and so like, you should definitely do it. Like you're Mm -hmm. missing out if you don't do it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just, I mean, a lot of times, like, again, I keep going back to the overcomplicating it thing, but I feel like that's at least like with a lot of people, I hate saying in my generation or whatever, but that's a common thing that we we're doing right now is just making things harder than they have to be. And, you know, I mean, that's in literally the first book of the Bible, like in the third, within the third chapter, you start to see how the enemy works and how easy it is to just like give in even when you just read a chapter before like that's not what he said like that's not what he promised right so why am I going to believe that the enemy's trying to get me to believe something different from you know what God himself said it's just crazy and I think we we the four of us have talked about this term a lot of like sin consciousness mm-hmm. and it's something I don't think I really had on my mind before maybe that you guys put language to what I was feeling, but whatever you're focused on, you're going to do it, Mm -hmm. whatever that is, which is, you know, the world has called it the law of attraction, the secret, Mm -hmm. you know, however you want to put it. And I've just, um, I recently made a TikTok about this, but (laughs) the law, you know, the law of attraction manifestation, the things that like will set our generation, the younger you know, twenties, even early teenagers are getting into is just cop outs of what the Lord has set up you know, in order. Like we have, um, declaration and prayer and things like that, that really are manifestation in the right way. If that if makes sense of what I'm saying. And I believe that whatever you focus on, whatever you put your heart to and you're thinking on is what you're going to do. So if you're focused on sin or even not sinning yeah. all the time, instead of just focusing on, you know, put first my kingdom mm-hmm. and all these things will be added to you. How in the world do you sin when you're focused on Jesus? Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're just, when you're, when you're laser focused, I used to think about, Oh man, it's been so long ago. But when I did YWAM, I remember one of the things they talked a lot about was the horses, how they wear those. You might know what they're called, but you put them on like, I think they're like blinders Mm -hmm. and they can only see laser focused in front Mm -hmm. of them. And I would picture that so much in my mind of like, I just, me and Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? Like laser focused. How do you sin like that? And I mean, of course, what is, you know, the Bible even says what's not of faith is sin. So things happen, but if you're, I guess the words we keep coming back to of lifestyle of sin, Mm. I think you've lost focus on Jesus. And it's kind of the same way of like when someone says, Oh, I'm a, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, but their actions are completely different. Mm -hmm. Right. And you can say, well, you must like, you could be a Christian, but like, are you walking with Jesus? Or do you have a relationship with, with Jesus? Because 
when you have a relationship with him, when you're daily with him in conversation, you know, making him a part of your everyday life, you're, you're, everything about you is going to change. You're going to look more like him. But when you're in a lifestyle of sin, when you're in a lifestyle of partying, when you're surrounded by that, that is what you're taking on. Yeah. And that's what you, it physically affects you. I mean, I got real puff, puffy. <laughs> like, I got real <laughs> fat. You know, like I, you know, like it, it physically affects you because that is your, that is what you are putting yourself in daily. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so it changes, it changes everything well, you about know, you. What Brittany was saying about, and it's come up a few times now, lifestyle of sin. It's like, we can kind of round out two points here. Which sin is it that causes you to lose your salvation? That's the first question. I've never come up with one because they're all, <laughs> I mean, they're equal. They're Every the sin for a believer. Yeah. And, and what about what, I mean, like Jesus died. Somebody said about your future sins. How can you be forgiven of those already? I'm like, all of our sins were future sins when At Jesus time, died. Yeah. But here's how we can round out two of these points together. Brittany says lifestyle sin. Well, which sin is it that, that you um, start to use that phrase? Because I've heard it used for homosexuals. That's yeah. a lifestyle of sin. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's I've heard people say that. Well, how about people that live in fear? Because Brittany mm-hmm. hit something. Yeah. What's not a faith is sin. Yeah. That's in the Bible. Yeah. Right. So what about a lifestyle of worrying? Yeah. How is that not a lifestyle of sin? What yeah. about a lifestyle of overeating? Because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is a sin. Here's the thing. Yeah. Humans are three parts, spirit, soul, and body. Sin is present in our body, not our spirit. Mm-hmm. Sin can be present in our soul. That's our mind, will, and emotions, but not our spirit. So when we use phrases like being sin conscious, really what that means is just being carnal conscience, body conscience, uh, physical, physical world conscience, and not spiritually conscience. And, you know, we can walk around being sin conscious, and that will every time lead to a lifestyle of sin. Right. Because when I start thinking about uh, the mistakes I make, mm. you know what it does? It starts to get me concerned, worried, and in fear, which Reminds if it's not a faith, <laughs> if it's not a faith, it is sin, Yeah, right? And so it starts leading me down path that leads to more sin as I'm sin conscious, and my heart grows hard towards the Lord, like Lisa touched on. Mm-hmm. But when I'm walking conscious of who I am in the spirit, which your spirit as a born again, believe, as a born again believer looks identical to the spirit of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Your spirit as a born again believer is the Holy Spirit. And uh, it is born again into a new life. And when we become more conscious of who we are in Christ, then what our heart grows hard towards is the sin nature. What our heart grows hard towards is that negative stuff. There's a story I tell that's kind of funny. I won't get into details, but um, I've always really just pursued the Lord in my life. And when I was 16, 17 years old, um, there was a, a young lady who I was spending some time with. And um, I'm telling my wife, Lisa, this story years later, that um, it really broke my heart when she told me some different activities that she was involved in. And what my wife pointed out years later was, BJ, she was inviting you into those activities. <laughs> and I said, no, no way. And Lisa no goes, no, I'm telling you, you're telling me this story about how it broke your heart when this happened. She was trying to get you to join her in those certain activities. And I'm telling you, as a 17-year-old kid <laughs> that just wanted to pursue the Lord, yeah. in that moment when the two of us were alone, in a moment when those activities could have been stepped into, 
it never even crossed my mind that's what was happening. Yeah. It wasn't a temptation to me because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there was an enemy in front of me tempting me. Yeah. It just wasn't there. It really actually bothers me that I've, I've, met, I've met a lot of people who are so conscious of what the enemy is doing in the yes, world. So Here's the strategy of the devil. And I'm like, wow, that's that's good information. I'm sure we can use that. Yeah. But I feel like we need to be more conscious of what the Lord is doing, yeah. what he's done. Mm-hmm. Like, why does it even matter what the enemy is doing when we're walking in authority? Mm-hmm. Right now, don't get me wrong. I don't think we need to walk around with our head between our legs and, and ne- never know what's going on. It's good to do that stuff. But I'm just talking about I think we need to be more conscious of what God is doing and saying and has said than anything an enemy is doing. Um, but that's the different hot topic probably as well. We're going to round this one out. We're going to wind this one down. It's already at the 30-minute mark, uh, and we want these to stay short and sweet. Uh, but the question was in the hot topic, can a Christian lose their salvation? Well, in my, in my experience, people's answer always goes to sin. It always revolves around sin. And if you're asking me what sin causes you to lose it, I'm going to say none. Yeah, I'm going to say none because our sin is covered by the blood of Jesus. We have been forgiven once and for all as believers. Now, we could talk about a verse where Paul says, um, talking about mature believers who fully knowing and believing in Jesus reject the gospel. In other words, a mature believer saying, I'd rather go to hell than spend my eternity with you, Lord. There is a verse where Paul says, then the Lord will remove his spirit from you. And that's wild. It's wild. Who would ever do that? And that would technically be losing your salvation. However, I don't know of any mature believer that has ever rejected Jesus and said, I don't want any part of you, Mm -hmm. even though I know you're real. Maybe it's been done. Maybe it has. I don't know. But if the Lord removes his spirit from you, the Bible says no man comes to God except for if he draws him. So if Mm -hmm. that has happened to you or anybody else, you wouldn't even feel guilty about it because there's no spirit drawing you to God at mm. that point. Mm. You wouldn't feel guilty. Mm. You wouldn't be concerned. You wouldn't be asking the question, have I lost my salvation? Mm. There's a whole lot of other details we can get into. Um, but I'm thinking if we're, if you want to answer this question, can a Christian lose their salvation? Um, you know, based on a scripture that, like I said, um, I guess the answer would be maybe it'd be very hard, but my answer is a flat out no if you are asking that question about sin, which yeah. sin mm-hmm. causes you to mm-hmm. lose your salvation? Well, there isn't one because yeah. they're covered by the blood of Jesus. So should we just do whatever we want? No, we should not do I any that sins. Pulled up. That's bad. You want to you want to round this out with whatever you got there, Brittany? Romans six, verse one. Well, then this is Paul talking. Who also got accused of telling people? They they, they said to Paul, "Are you saying that you can just sin?" And he said, "Apps, yeah, go ahead." Well, then, should we keep on sinning so that God? I'm sorry, this is not Paul talking. This is them talking to Paul. Well, then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of His wonderful grace? Paul says, "Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it?" Some tra- translations say, "God forbid," God which forbid. I really like that too. Mm-hmm. And I I just wanted to say, if you are a Asking yourself the question, have I lost my salvation? Maybe just take an evaluation of what you're doing. Why are you asking yourself that question? You know, like, have you had an encounter with you? you the, the answer, like BJ said, if it's because of sin, it's no. Don't let yourself get in condemnation, right? Yeah. Just start going to the Lord. Let him show you that he loves you and that your sin has not separated you from him. 
But Paul says, certainly not. Don't go on sinning. Like, it's okay to just, I mean, I say this a lot. I use marriage as an example, but if I've done wrong by will, of course I want to like change that behavior mm-hmm. and and continue on. It's a growth process between us and the Lord as a, I don't want to, if the Lord reveals something to me that I'm, I mean, I get in my own life, I feel pride coming up a lot. Like I see areas in my life that I'm prideful. I want to change that behavior <laughs> to, to grow as a believer and grow as a Christian. It doesn't ever make me think, oh, God doesn't love me anymore, mm. right? Because I'm secure in my love with him and his love for me. But I do want to, I mean, I want to grow. I, I, I want to change that behavior, move forward, and I do the same in our marriage, right? Yep. Yeah. And and I just wanted to say, like, you know, like Brittany's saying, look at the garden, see the fruit. If you have a, a garden that is full of sin or you're just looking around at your lifestyle, you're looking at, you know, honestly, you're looking at your bank account, looking at what do you spend your money on? Like, <laughs> are you are you spending it on places and things that you shouldn't be? Are you spending your time, whatever? Make an evaluation, right? But at the end of the day, the enemy is a liar. The enemy is going to come at you with guilt and shame and condemnation. Jesus does not do that. So if you look around and you see those things, don't let guilt and shame and condemnation keep you from turning around, like keep you from redirecting, right, um, from <laughs> from the true goal, which is to get, just to have that daily relationship with the Lord. Don't let things like guilt and shame and condemnation and just fear of, I mean, fear of God or fear just from your own wrong thinking or things you've heard in the past or whatever. I know people that are, they're just afraid to even step foot in a church because they're just like, well, (laughs) my lifestyle, you don't know where I've been. You don't know what I've done. So I just want to encourage you if you're listening and, uh, or even if you know someone that needs to hear that, man, just send this to them. Let them know that, that God is not angry with them. God is not, he's not waiting for them to turn around so he can hand them a punishment. No, he's, it's been paid for. Like he, he wants a, a daily relationship and he wants to introduce them, like Lisa said, to that abundant life. So yeah, it's like the prodigal son. I mean, he's not waiting to punish. He's waiting with the yeah. robe and a ring. Yeah. And he was never kicked out of his family. He left. Mm-mm. He could have experienced all the benefits. That's the thing about living a sin, in sin as a believer. You're missing out on so much of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got your ticket punched, right? And you get to go to heaven and that's awesome. But man, you don't have to live in hell on earth. Yeah. Like you can actually nope. live in eternity. You can yeah. live uh, a eternal lifestyle, even like right now. And yeah. it doesn't have to be that. That's that's the part of sin that that's how it separates you from Lord of, to, of, from the Lord. It, it's not Him leaving. It's it's just you basically putting barriers in between you and Him. Yeah. In your relationship. Right. So you don't want to do that. Sin yeah. is bad. It leads to death. Uh, that's what the word says. I believe that. But thank God we have a Savior that brings life and yeah. life abundantly. And um, man, we can celebrate that. We can celebrate and live in that. Uh, sometimes when we're looking on the outside and in at people, I just want to encourage you to stop asking the question, have yeah. they lost their salvation? Ask the question if you need to introduce them to Jesus. Amen. They might not have ever had an encounter yeah. with him. Amen. So we can't take for granted that people have just yeah. because they're uh, whoever they are or yeah. wherever they grew up, like, man, yep. and introduce them to Jesus and then see how 
their lives change once they have a true experience and encounter with him. Amen. All right. Well, all right, guys, this has been good time spent with y'all again and uh, join us next week. We'll be back here with you on coffee at FCG. Love doing this. Come see us at Freedom Church Gastonia, 1030 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Watch us online. We love you and we'll see you soon. Here we go with our (laughs) weekly goodbyes all at once. You ready? One, two, three. Bye. Bye. Sayonara. (laughs) We said the same one. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us for Coffee at FCG. We are so thankful for you and we would love to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch with us, send us a message, whatever you want to do, info at fcgastonia.com. If you'd like to give to our church, uh, obviously we're a, we're a church, so it's a nonprofit status. You'll get a giving statement at the end of the year. You can go to our website, fcgastonia.com and hit the giving link right there. Um, it's a great way for you to, it's a great place for you to sow. So we would love to hear from you. Just conversation. Let us know your prayer needs. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. But uh, we are so glad you're with us and we will hear from you soon. You'll hear from us soon.